Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's Rachel and today we're going to be continuing going through the book of Romans together. In the last episode, we looked at how the Apostle Paul's heart for the Roman church was just so big and how he feels about wanting to reach everyone and just tell them about the good news of Jesus and how he died for us to save us. And we ended the last episode with Paul starting to address some of the people's concerns about all of this because some people were skeptical about whether or not telling people in Rome about Jesus would even make a difference. And now we're going to hear about what Paul has to say about these people's objections and concerns. So let's get right into it. Romans chapter 1 verses 16 to 17 says, I am not ashamed of the good news because it is the power God uses to save everyone who believes to save the Jews first and then to save the non-Jews. The good news shows how God makes people right with himself, that it begins and ends with faith. As the scripture says, but those who are right with God will live by faith. First of all, wow, I am not ashamed. You know, like he's keen. He's ready to go and tell everyone just how amazing Jesus is. He's bold. He's straight away right out the gate saying, I am not ashamed. Why would Paul even be tempted to be ashamed? I know that we could probably relate to that in our day and age. Being a Christian now in our society isn't popular or cool. And back then it was just another way of being associated with some random Jewish carpenter who was nailed to a cross. Like it doesn't make any sense. And also the Romans had the lowest view of the Jewish people back then. And crucifixion was the lowest form of execution given to a criminal. So the reasoning behind all of this is why would you put your faith in a Jew who was crucified? Like how embarrassing. Rome was a very proud city, and I'm sure either you've, you've learned about it in school or you've seen it on the internet about how great the Roman Empire was, but the gospel came from Jerusalem, the capital city of one of those little nations that Rome just happened to take over. And the Christians in that day, they weren't, you know, these super elite people. They weren't rich or anything. A lot of them were just slaves or common people. And Rome had its philosophers and all their theories about all the different gods and stuff like that. So why pay any attention to just some story of a Jew who was raised from the dead? Christians often refer to each other as brothers and sisters, and it's not because it's like a weird cult thing to do or anything, but because all believers who have their faith in Jesus are all the same in Christ. We're all equal. We're all the same. So we're all part of the same like church body. We're all a family. That's why they call each other brothers and sisters. So that whole thing about being equal and being the same, that goes against the grain of Roman pride and dignity. So the idea of this guy Paul just coming to Rome to talk about this stuff was almost laughable. But Paul wasn't ashamed of the good news. He had confidence in his message and that's that's why he isn't going to be ashamed. And that's why he says at the very beginning, I am not ashamed. So if we read verse six again, he says, I am not ashamed of the good news because it is the power God uses to save everyone who believes. So when a message was handed down to the people from Caesar, everyone would listen and everyone would care. But the good news is from and about the Son of God. So how would Paul, how could Paul be ashamed when it came from God and focused on his son, Jesus? I guess if you put it in this way, like say your boss gave you a message to give to another co-worker, you wouldn't really feel embarrassed to pass along that message because you know who the message is from, you know what authority they carry. So you, 
can convey the message with the same confidence as they had when they told you to begin with. Does that make sense? The same applies here. Christians should never, 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 never feel afraid or ashamed to talk about the good news because we should know where it comes from. We should know whose authority we speak with. Does that make sense? (laughs) Anyway, moving forward to the second half of that verse. Because it is the power God uses. So power is the one thing that Rome used to boast about. It would boast about that the most, just power. Greece had philosophy, but back then Rome had power. Rome was full of conquerors. Roman legions were stationed all over the known world. They had huge military power, but they were still weak. Some philosophers would say that Rome was actually a cesspool of iniquity or a filthy sewer in which the dregs of the empire flood. So that's why Paul wasn't afraid. Rome didn't have a very good reputation and he was taking a message that had the power to change people's lives there. At this point, Paul saw the good news change the lives of the people in the cities in Corinth, which today is, uh, I think, modern day Athens, and also Ephesus, which is, uh, I think, modern day, I think, West Turkey. So Paul was confident uh, that this message would also work in Rome because it's transformed his own life and other cities' lives, and he would know that it would transform the lives of those in Rome. Okay, I'm just going to read the verse one more time. Because it is the power God uses to save everyone who believes. Now, emphasis here on to save everyone who believes. This message wasn't just for the Jews. It was for everyone because everyone needs to be saved. Jesus' commission to the believers was to go out into all the world and to preach the gospel. God didn't demand that people behave right first in order to be saved, but just to believe. It's faith in Jesus that saves us. That's like the first step. Eternal life in Jesus is one gift that is good for absolutely everyone no matter what their need may be or where they're at in life. Verse 17 then says, The good news shows how God makes people right with himself, that it begins and ends with faith. As the scripture says, But those who are right with God will live by faith. So by sending Jesus to die on the cross for everyone's sins, God showed us his righteousness. God is a just God. God. He doesn't let sin go unpunished. And you shouldn't want sin to just go unpunished. Sin needs to be dealt with. So Jesus dealt with it. And then by raising from the dead, God revealed his righteousness further by making salvation available for just anyone who believes. You know, when people bring up, how can a holy God ever forgive sinners who sin all the time and still be holy? Well, it's answered right here. Through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, God is able to be both just and also able to pardon and absolve the guilt and punishment of those who sin. So I I hope this makes sense. I talked a lot about the good news in the last episode, but let me recap. The gospel is also known as the good news. The good news is that the death and resurrection of Jesus gives us access to God. In other words, we can only get to heaven by trusting in God through his son, Jesus. We don't need to pray to anyone else. We don't need to pray through through Mary. We don't need to, you know, ask anyone else. We can go directly to Jesus. 
The good news reveals a righteousness by faith. The Old Testament used to talk a lot about getting righteousness by works, but as it's quite obvious, you can't always obey God's laws perfectly all the time, every single day, every minute of the day. No one is perfect like that but Jesus, and it's repeated all over the place in Romans, in Galatians, in Habakkuk, and even in Hebrews, you know, that a person who is a sinner can become morally right and fair, aka just, before God is by faith. So how do we express faith in Jesus? Well, first of all, you need to admit that you need saving. (laughs) You need a savior. We can't get to heaven or to God on our own. We're all sinners. We've all blown it at some point in our lives. And heaven is perfect. And I hate to say it, but we certainly are not perfect. But the Bible says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Second of all, we actually need to believe in Jesus. We can't just say like, oh, I've got faith, but don't actually believe it. We need to believe who Jesus says who he is in the Bible, and we should trust him for our future and with everything that we have. Until a person knows that they're in need of Jesus, they can't actually appreciate the gracious salvation that God offers through Jesus. Jesus actually said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me in John chapter 14, verse 6. This is kind of spoiling the book of Romans, but later in chapter 10, verses 9 to 10, it says, If you confess that Jesus is Lord and believe that God raised him from death, you will be saved. For it is by faith that we are put right with God. It is by our confession that we are saved. And later on, as the scripture says, everyone who calls out to the Lord for help will be saved. Thirdly, You need to tell Jesus about your commitment to him. You need to tell Jesus that you trust him with your life, that you believe in him and depend on his promises. No matter what you've done or how long you've done it for, God promises that everyone who believes in Jesus will live with him in heaven forever. And that's it. That's that's the point of the book of Romans. You'll, You'll start to notice that this book teaches us on how to get right with God, ourselves, and each other. And yeah, like that's the whole point of this book. <laughs> the righteousness that we get from God, we get it through faith, and that makes it possible for us to live right lives. That's as straightforward as I can be to summarize this one section. We're going to talk a whole lot more about this later in the next episode. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today and that the book of Romans is really interesting to you and feel free to review it wherever you are listening to your podcast. But until then, I hope you have a really great week and I'll see you next time. Bye everybody.